0: Welcome to Sauce Dom Beer
1: Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin, joined here by Alex. What's up, Alex? <laughs> I feel like I need to have something to say that's the same every time. I just.
0: I say the same thing every time. You
1: do, in the same intonation. Exactly. And I think the more I hear it, the more unsettling it is. Not in a creepy, bad sort of way, but more and just brings into the stark realization that I don't know what to say. Or how to say it.
0: I panic sometimes. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I know. That's why we we do retakes.
0: I mean, this is episode 15. Um, and we've done this now 15 times. At least. And you would think that I would just be like, okay, let's just jump right in.
1: No. It's almost like ripping off a Band-Aid.
0: It is. It hurts every single time. You know what it's going to feel like.
1: <laughs> Maybe if we had our own studio.
0: That'd be awesome. So, St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah, it's coming up, next. depending on when you're weeks. listening to yeah.
0: this. Well, two weeks from now. Today's March 3rd.
1: March the
0: 3rd. Which is another important day in the world of bourbon. Tell us why. Today is National Bottled in Bond Day.
1: I love Bottled and Bonds.
0: Um, if you don't know what that is, go back and listen to our Bottled and Bond episode. I believe it is number four? I was going to say
1: three. Honestly, any episode it's we talk about five. bourbon, we talk about Bottled and Bond.
0: Yeah. Um... So, just quickly, Colonel Taylor, bottle and bond, drink it. We're drinking small batch, yummy, good. Okay, moving on.
1: Bam! That's wow.
0: that's our small batch, or that's our uh, bottle and bond small celebration. Batch talked about? Yes, <laughs> our small batch of Whew. small batch. It's now, really good, though.
1: Tell us why we zoomed right on past that.
0: Because tonight we are continuing with our celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Woo! We've been looking at this whole month uh, of doing something that relates to St. Patrick's Day. Uh, because I feel, and you kind of feel the same way, Alex, that it's the easiest thing to talk about with beer, bourbon, barbecue. I mean, it incorporates all three of those. Just about, yeah. Um, last week, if you, hopefully you listened to our episode.
1: If not, go back and yeah, listen to go it back. now.
0: We talked about Irish whiskeys. We tried some different Jamesons. Uh, we tried Bushmill, single malt, Irish whiskey, 10-year. Um, which I love.
2: That was really I've good.
0: been drinking it for the last week. That was. Really, so I might good. have to bum some of that off. It's yeah. so good. Um,
3: Scotch guy joined us. Um, so shout out to him. Thanks for coming. He's not here tonight though. I don't want, I don't want anybody to think that. So yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just Alex and I tonight. Alex <laughs> is just staring at me.
1: I, I, you bring up Scotch guy and I kept wanting to say, Guy named Theme Jokes. But the first time he was on, we talked about that, and I just feel like I can't, in respect to him and his main here. So that's why I'd at you, because I didn't know what else to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, we love when he's on, but, you know. Just you and I tonight, so. That's fine. Tonight.
1: Say that, like, I didn't know that's what it was going to be.
3: <laughs> that you didn't know it was you and I? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you not know? I knew. Oh, okay. Um so
0: tonight we are drinking Irish beers. Um, and not just one type of beer from Ireland. Ireland I think has a very famous beer that everyone knows about.
1: Let's see if they can guess.
0: I'll give you time to guess. Here you go. Here's your time. <laughs> Hopefully you've made your guess by now, and you probably said what? Else? What did they probably say?
1: Well, I would hope that they would say Guinness.
0: Yes, I hope they did said that too. But we're trying not only just Guinness tonight; we're also trying uh, three other beers. We'll uh, talk
1: about. We'll talk. Kind about of, kind of went all across
0: those. the board. We kind of—they well, probably won't—but we <laughs> kind of went across the the board with. Uh, quite a few different types of beer tonight. Mm, um, a
1: lot of different styles. Uh,
0: okay, so let's, let's dive in. So, Alex, you were doing some research for green beers.
1: Yeah, well, I, I wanted to see if there was any sort of, like, St. Patrick's Day beer. Like, when you go out on St. Patrick's Day, is there one beer that people are drinking more often than not? Yeah. And, I, you know, I didn't kill myself trying to figure it out, but I did a quick search, and I didn't come up with any particular type, although I would say Guinness is probably the most popular If not only just because it's the best marketed, in my opinion, but what I did find was a lot of articles about green beer.
0: So I think that's what you said when you Googled St. Patrick's beer, Mm -hmm. green beer came up right away. That
1: that was the first, it was the first page. And so I just kind of left it at that. Um, so green beer, St. Patrick's day. So I, I don't know if I was surprised or not. Maybe I was hoping there'd be a little more to it, but green beer is just dyed beer. And it's so such a letdown, I know It was a little bit, but there was a little bit more of a story to it. apparently, the first um the first recorded incident of Greenberry coming out was in New York nineteen fourteen a man named Dr. Curtin, who was a coroner's physician fun fact um he He met it with some of his friends, I don't know if it was on St Patrick's Day exactly, but it was that year and he had green beer and they asked what he did and He said that he used uh what was called at the time wash blue um I think it used to be um an old fabric dye, something like that
0: sounds really safe to put into a beer
1: yeah well it was a it was a different time back then a you know, hundred years ago, and people drinking all kinds of crazy stuff, so basically it's just blue food coloring. Now, I would have thought at first that it was green food coloring, yeah. um, but apparently, since most beers are already yellow, um, I think the, the laws- correct term is amber, amber, yes, amber with a shade of yellow, the laws of art take over and all you need is to mix <clears throat> some blue in there and that gives you the green beer. So I would say St. Patrick's Day beer is any beer that is amber colored.
0: Okay. I think the thing that you said, too, when we were kind of talking, that you were talking about, that it's a tradition of dropping a clover into your beer, and it means good luck.
1: Right. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh,
0: yeah, go with that. Tell.
1: So, the, the other thing that came up was a, at least one article that talked about just making any beer Irish, and it's apparently an old Irish tradition um, for good luck in any beverage, not just beer, to put a clover in your drink and then drink the entire thing, clover and all. Okay. Um, That's what they would do for good luck.
0: What about some clove honey?
1: Um, I'm sure that would make a nice <laughs> accompaniment to that.
0: It'd probably taste terrible.
1: i would probably make it taste better.
0: Probably. All right. So we're going to make green beer real quick.
1: Not so, clover.
0: No, not clover beer. So one of the beers that we are trying tonight is Harp um, Premium. Lager. Lager. And of the four that we're doing tonight, we felt that would be the best one to turn green.
1: Because it is the only one that is amber.
0: Yes, because everything
3: else is dark. Pitch dark. Pitch dark. I'm excited. So, oh, it's it's got a nice, nice color to it. Now, Alex, I was reading through one of the
0: articles that you posted this week, and you said, or I guess the article, you didn't say, that you have to be really careful with how much you add of the food coloring. Just one drop will do. Will it? Yes, because if you add more than one drop, you'll actually turn your beer ugly colored.
2: Huh.
3: So, one drop. All right. Here we go. I'm so nervous. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do
1: it. Yeah. There we go. That took a really long time.
3: Okay. Here. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. Why don't you mix yours up first? I don't know how to mix it up. Just use your finger. Ooh. Oh wow. It's magic. It's taken over way more than I thought it would.
0: I know. My the foam is blue. <laughs> Alright, do so, yours.
1: This is a great imported logger with a nice blue head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wish I could do half a drop. I don't think these things are so precise. Or that there is such a thing. So I had to <laughs> run and get paper towel. My finger was turning blue. <laughs> Um that's interesting. We're gonna have
0: blue mustaches.
1: <laughs> I feel like that article was probably saying that it was a, a drop per like pint or maybe per pitcher. <laughs> probably per gallon. Not <laughs> per half a bottle of beer. Uh, oh my gosh. It's I mean it's
0: if I was gonna just do a quick okay. look at this, I would say that's a uh, very green beer.
1: Oh, when you hold it up
3: to the light, yeah. It it's like oh man. There's also a green wall behind me yes so cheers my friend sir happy st patrick's day two weeks early pre-game st patrick's day (sighs) doesn't change the taste of it well i would not know i've never had this before
1: ah it's okay we'll get to do a side-by-side later
0: we'll talk about
1: how it tastes later
0: okay so along with green beer i think the other most i guess i don't know what's the word traditional part of guinness and irish beer is the pour of the guinness beer like there are people who swear by it that beer like guinness beer in ireland is 10,000 times better than Guinness beer here in the United States. The mm, I've heard that a lot, too. Um, you can take classes over there at the Guinness brewery Guinness. on how to pour Guinness beer.
1: We should do that.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Take a casual trip to Ireland.
0: And you think we'd tell the wives, hey, we're going to Ireland next week. Uh, we'll be
1: back in a couple of days. You think Maybe just not tell them to get away with it. They'd be pissed. Yeah. We'll I- have to bring them something back.
3: Like a magnet? Yeah. So, Guinness beer um to pour the perfect
0: irish pint i guess really and i and i'm only saying guinness beer because we found this on guinness's website mm. and i feel like they're the ones that have I don't know, what's i i'm looking for that word perfected
1: it they at least marketed very yeah well.
0: they market very well um so the first thing you have to do is you have to tilt the glass at 45 degrees and let the beer run down the side of the glass mm-hmm. i love watching it um there's a local uh restaurant here, Llewellyn's, I think that does the best job at it pouring Irish beer. Um and I, I love watching that color and that foam and all that kind of build up. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um and then you have to stop once you reach if you're looking so they say with a Guinness glass and there's a harp on the side of the glass, you have to fill it up. Uh it's about an inch or two from the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to you got to leave room for that foam head.
1: Right. It's pretty close to the yeah. top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then once you've done that, then you let it sit.
1: For two minutes. And from what I've heard people say, talking about this more, um, I would classify it as a European way of, of pouring beer. That is the most important part, that you pour some of it in, you let it sit for a couple of minutes, and then you finish it off. I, I think...
0: Uh... I mean, I guess American beer sits, like if you go to a restaurant, it sits at the bar until the waiter or waitress picks it up.
1: Yeah, but I don't think they let it sit and then finish pouring it. That's true. I think we're we're too impatient.
0: And then you get the traditional Guinness stout uh, foam at the top, the head, that very creamy. I mean, like if you think of Guinness beer, it's that rich foaminess at the mm-hmm. top with the then they fill up the head of it
1: oh, i can't wait to oh my goodness um i wish we had it on draft oh my goodness
0: that'd be fantastic
1: we need a kegerator
0: we we have a refrigerator down here we, we could a put a kegerator. kegerator on the side of it that sounds cool yeah so what do you think of your harp green beer over there you've had some time to
1: well i'll I'll save the um tasting talk for when
3: we get around to it. we'll, we'll come back to it later but i do like the color Um, is my mustache blue or green? It's not. It's Unfortunately. Show me your tongue. Uh, a little bit. How's mine? You're bluish. Um, I'm just. Uh, Talk maybe. about it later. Oh my
0: gosh. This is so hard. Um, okay. So let's dive into our first authentic Irish beer. Oh, well,
1: I guess it was a good transition, wasn't it? You planned that so well and I totally forgot. What? We were just talking about how much we wanted Guinness, and I forgot that we were actually about to try Guinness. Oh, we
0: are. Um, <laughs> so we went today. We bought beer um, to try this, uh, and I didn't realize how many types of Guinness beer there were. Um, there's the like Guinness draft in the bottle, or drought, drought, drought. It looks like it says drought.
1: I know, but, but that could possibly it's be draft. Either,
0: right. I mean, we were watching those Guinness videos, and those people are all talking their Irish accents and all that. It's <laughs> so freaking awesome. Um, but I didn't realize how many there were. There's the Guinness Blonde. There's this Guinness that we bought, the Guinness Draft or Drought, or I'm sure someone will correct us. Um, yeah. And I think that's the one I'm most used to have, you know, used to seeing and all that kind of stuff. But we bought the Guinness 200. Uh, two hundred years in America edition. It's the export. Um, I kind of bought it because the marketing. I, we, I've said before, I'm a marketing whore. You know, like good marketing will get me. That's um, what it's there for, yeah. And so this is in celebration of two hundred years of having Guinness into the United States. Um, it was in uh eighteen. 17, 1817, doing quick math there. So
1: we're a real little past that date, but yeah. That's but right.
0: um that's when they find the first record of Guinness coming over to the United States from Ireland. Um, it was in South Carolina that they found
3: it. Uh, and it's got a different style uh, malt. Uh
0: it's got
1: it's it's the black patent malt.
0: Black patent malt. Black patent. Patent. Black patent. They make it sound so cool.
1: Yeah, they're I they got a better way of talking.
0: Um, but it's different than their normal Guinness beer. Um that you'd get like on draft or something like that. Um It's got from what I've heard a very sweet chocolatey taste. That's what the guy at the store said when I was talking to him about it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay."
1: So, it, so okay, It's it's been a while, like years probably, since I've had just plain regular Guinness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it's just because as I've been on my beer journey, I've wanted to try more, quote-unquote, unique things. Um, and I felt like, you know, the, the big breweries, the stuff that you can find everywhere was a little cliche. And I'm like, I can always try that. I'll try it later. And I've just yeah. never gotten around to it. I know I did once, but it's been a long time. Um, I don't remember it having... A noticeably sweet, creamy flavor. So I, I, I guess is that in contrast uh, to regular Guinness. If I'm trying I, to
0: think through that because I, it's, like you said, I mean it's been, it's been a while. I think probably almost three years. Okay. Since I've had a Guinness, um, I I don't remember enjoying it very much uh, when I had it last time. Mm. All right, crack this one open while All we right, talk about you. it some more. Um, I'm but going to
1: try pour it the pop- proper way.
0: Oh man, I wish we did. Uh, but kind of going through it, it's a 6% uh, ABV, um, made with
3: golden hops. Um, I'm interested to see as you pour it, like, what is, ooh, that is dark. It's
0: very dark. I mean, it's almost, it's your traditional stout. Would you agree?
3: I would agree. Um. Sorry, I was trying not to spill it. No, you're doing fantastic. Thank you. All right, so... That's pretty. And one of those over here.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
3: I can definitely smell the caramel and the chocolatiness. Mm-hmm. It's got a very sweet, sweet note of aroma. Um, what? It's so good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Get it together over there. Um, how would you describe the color of it besides dark?
0: On their website, it says ru- dark ruby red with a frothy head.
1: Um, I don't. Maybe it's the the cup's reason that kind of blocks it out. I wouldn't say red. I'm not getting. I'm trying to hold it up to a light. I would say brown. Um, I do think it's interesting the contrast in how. Um, light the head is compared to how dark the beer is. Yes. And I think that's classic Guinness. I just... Yeah. It's pretty interesting.
0: It's funny. I'm getting notes similar to bourbon.
1: That makes sense.
0: Like, you know, that dark, rich flavor, that mm-hmm. toffee flavor that we get a lot in bourbon and all yeah. that? Yeah. I'm getting that classic here.
3: What do you think? Your mustache just got all foamy. Oh, that's why you have mustaches. Yep, Duh. Save it for later. I'm
1: getting that too. Almost a little bit of wittiness. Yeah. Maybe that's just coming out of my mustache, but... <laughs>
0: um, it definitely has a sweet chocolate taste, though. Like, I taste that chocoliness, that coffee kind of... Um, but it's not... It's not dry. Do you know what I mean? But, like, you know how, like, some darker beers, it's like you're choking down, like, cocoa powder or something like that? Like...
1: I don't know if it's just been the ones that I've had. I've heard a lot of people talk about dark beers like that. I've never had that experience, and I don't know if it's just because I I don't mind it, so I don't really notice it.
0: Are you? You're a big coffee fan, aren't you?
1: (sighs) That that is a an interesting topic all by itself. Um, Yes, I do like coffee. I don't. Well, I do enjoy coffee. I drink it black. I don't. I'm not picky about it. Okay. I really appreciate good coffee, but you could give me the cheapest crap on earth. I don't really care usually because I'm just drinking it to get yeah. that burst of energy. Sometimes I, sometimes I want a good flavor. Um, I've had a lot of I've had a a um I've had a bourbon infused coffee before that was really Was good. that the Maker's Mark one? Yes, it was. Yeah. That was really good. I would love to get more of that. Oh my goodness.
0: That's it was so good. I remember we had it actually at Maker's Mark. Oh, did you? Yeah.
1: Why didn't we get that?
0: You did get it. We drank it there.
1: Did we? Yes. I don't remember that at all. Oh my goodness. I was kind of drunk. No, anyway, you weren't. I wasn't. You're right. I wasn't. I'm just. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no. I I get what you're saying. I don't get that from this. But that's what you were saying. So yeah, it makes sense. <laughs>
0: I definitely taste a roasted taste though to it. A
1: little bit. Yeah. I think that's the wittiness I that I'm getting. That's just what I called it.
0: I mean, like, it's super smooth though, and I've left it sitting out because I was texting a few people and i was like what should i keep this i, I know lucas had always said like you want a room temperature and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and so i actually let it sit out um today to kind of get room temperature uh
1: i get it it makes sense yeah i, I don't think i'd difference.
0: want this cold
1: like, i don't know if i'd mind it cold but i like yeah i don't think i'd mind it cold
0: but i don't think i want it
1: i want to do a side by side now <laughs> Okay. We'll save that for later. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy this a lot. This is very good. It's like you said, it's very smooth. It has a little bit of bitterness in there, like just enough that you notice it. Yeah. And and if you like that sort of thing, you appreciate it.
0: But I think with the chocolatey taste to it, it mellows. It's very balanced.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I enjoy this a lot more than I remember enjoying regular Guinness. But again, that was a while ago.
3: The head on it is just so frothy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know that sounds weird, like, because, I mean, I feel like you're talking about a cappuccino or something like
1: that. I I think it's that we've had a lot to drink of it already, and it's still there. I feel like a lot of beers, especially the latter beers, of course, like, there's a head for, like, 10 seconds, and then it's gone. Like, this still has its head.
0: Back to our green beer that we had, that head disappeared in, like, no time. Mm -hmm. Um, This is, it's very present the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm thinking about now that I'm thinking about kind of the taste. I've had a couple more sips of it. You remember that Christmas beer I got?
3: Yes. The it's the man,
0: what was that who was it?
3: It was a thing. Christmas ale. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I feel like this is very similar taste profile. Like, I mean, I know it was an ale compared to a stout, but this. Would be something I would enjoy in colder months. I don't know if I'd want to go drink this, like, middle of August, you know.
1: Unless it's cold.
0: It's not going to be cold in the middle
2: of August.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I see. I, I kind of picture August, I guess, is still a little hot. But getting into the fall bonfires, like, I think this would be really good sitting by a bonfire.
2: Oh, yeah. Especially,
1: I, like, after a meal.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Mm. I like this. This is good. Um, I think it's very clean. Um, I would totally recommend it. I'm gonna save a bottle of it and we're gonna do it with next podcast. We're gonna get the original Guinness. And we'll compare the two of them there. Um but I I wanna switch something up. I wanted to save something exciting for the, the our last St. Patrick's Day show mm-hmm. um that was true authentic Irish and all that. So
1: This is a good call. Well
0: we're, we're gonna do something fun for that show.
1: I'm excited for that. I'm one. really excited. We'll keep them guessing it. Yeah.
0: Um so overall. I really like this. Mm, I'd get this again. I would definitely get this again. for sure. Yeah. Um, I hope
1: this style doesn't go away after the anniversary. I mean, we are past the anniversary and it's still there.
0: (laughs) Right, but I wonder, too, if that's something like they had to brew it and it's taken this long to get over here to the United States.
1: Maybe I didn't get Or maybe
0: we just didn't even know about it.
1: See, I feel I didn't get the impression that it was made solely for this purpose Um, since I have never sought out. Guinness, like I said before, because I've been trying other stuff, it could just be on the market all the time. I, don't I feel know. like
0: I skip this section of beer all the time. Like I, I go straight to the craft local, not local St. Louis, but like just United States. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
1: well, it's almost it's almost hard not to. Yeah. There aren't there's so many more craft breweries out there in so many different stores that there aren't that many big breweries. Yeah. Um, To compete with.
3: I'm happy. I'm too. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break
0: because then we're going to come back. We've got three other beers to try. um, And we'll dive into those.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of
2: podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com.
0: And we're back. Um, We've poured our second beer tonight. Uh, I'm excited about this one. This is probably the farthest from an Irish beer that we have tonight in the sense of where it was brewed because it's not even from Ireland.
1: I feel like we could have gotten further away from Ireland.
0: We could have, but I'm pretty sure this is pretty far. Do you
1: have a globe down here? No. What is opposite of Ireland? Is it Australia? Maybe. Is there Australian beer? I'm sure they make beer in Australia, but is there? What? Fosters. Fosters.
3: Australian for beer. Have you never had a Fosters?
1: No. Oh my goodness.
3: Back to Irish
0: beers. So tonight we are enjoying a Urban Chestnut. It is the Kinsale Foreign Extra Stout. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited about trying this because I've wanted to try it for a while.
1: It's got a really cool looking can. Yeah.
0: um, It's got a very Irish looking can. Very Celtic. Celtic, Yes. Um,
1: The same word. Man,
0: that's impressive. (laughs) So it's named for a Southern Irish town boasting a Caribbean sister town with the same name. All right. It's a Caribbean... Loved style of beer
3: with a Irish perfected brew. Does that make sense?
1: I can pick up what you're putting down.
3: Okay. Um
1: drink what you're pouring. Oh I like had
0: they say it's <laughs> generously hoppy Ugh. and fully roasted malt flavor. And then but the urban chestnut Theirs is towards a creamy, sweet style
1: of things. So instead of being more traditionally hoppy and malty, they leaned in more toward a more typical stat, I guess. I'd be curious what what it would taste like in the Caribbean. The Caribbean?
3: Caribbean? Caribbean? Caramel? Or in Southern Ireland? Yeah.
0: So the color is black. Um, Let's kind of get into that. Yeah. I'd so say the color is, is black. It's darker yeah. than the Guinness we just had. Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely dark. Like, I can't even see you through it. It's
1: like a, a thicker head for sure.
0: Um, it's thicker. It's creamier. And it, it it's more of a like a blend of a black, like almost like a black and tan. Do you know what a black and tan is? It's like where you take a dark stout and you mix it with a lager.
2: Do
1: people do that? Yeah. I've never um, mixed beers before. We
0: should do that. We will. We okay. have to do that. Um, but I feel like it's a good combination of like the dark and the light, um, the force Mm -hmm. of
1: beers. (laughs) (laughs) It smells less sweet than the Guinness.
0: It smells a lot less sweet, a lot more hoppy, um, richer, more caramelly type. Really? Yeah. My
1: nose is kind of stuffed up, so that's part of the problem. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of that.
0: Very barley. Okay. That's the thing I'm getting a lot of is a lot of barley. Let's see. Um, is brewed with the same hops that, well, almost the same hops. Again, this is the
3: Golding and then Fugly, 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 Fuggle, Fuggle. Oh my goodness! That's how I read it. Fuggle, Fugle, Fugle. You're
1: only saying Fugle just because you don't want to say Fuggle.
0: Uh, fuggle sounds dirty.
1: We already have an explicit rating.
0: Uh, that's all right. I don't even know why. Because we talk about beer. And in the first couple of episodes, we got a little bit crazy with our language. Did we, though? Did we? We did. We did. If you
1: ask a fourth grader, that depends on which fourth grader you're asking. Oh,
0: man. There was a couple episodes where we dropped some words that I'm not too proud of that I dropped.
1: You told one racy joke, and that Lucas blurted ar- out the entire thing.
0: Yeah, but there was some language in those first couple <laughs> episodes.
1: So, I am... This is surprisingly sweet compared to how it smelled. And again, oh my, my nose is stuffed up, but this is... I'm. This is almost sweeter than the Guinness
0: this would get me in trouble because mm-hmm. I don't think I'd realize how much of it I'm drinking.
1: What's the a b v on this seven percent seven percent that's that's pretty good for a beer, yeah, it's not crazy high, but
3: um it's got a very stouty taste to it, like if you think of
0: like a traditional stout very coffee, dark mm. chocolate roasted. Maybe it's that roasted taste it's got a lot of.
1: See, it has all that, but it doesn't have the bitterness that the Guinness had. Yes. So I would almost liken it more to a porter. Really? And and the only distinction I'm making there, and I don't know what the official distinctions are, and I should. I'll learn that later. Is I consider stouts to be um, less sweet and more bitter, and then porters to be richer and more sweet.
0: I am getting more of a porter taste. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: This is definitely... Thicker.
0: I wonder if that's because of that Caribbean style, like because that's lighter. Those are lighter beers and things like that. Are they? Yeah,
1: I've not had Caribbean beer. Red Stripe, Jamaican beer. Hmm. Um, See, when I think of the Caribbean, I think of rum, and that's why is all the rum gone. That's probably why I think of that. So that's why I would connect that to sweetness. But I don't know if that's got any actual historical accuracy at all
0: this might be blasphemous, but I like this better than the Guinness. And now I know that's not true Guinness that we had over there, but like, I like the taste of this better.
1: You know, urban chestnut just does their job very well. And, and we had to go with this one because I the can was really cool. Like we said, but we had a, a uh, throw a St. Louis yeah. brewery in there. And this is my favorite one. There's a lot of fantastic St. Louis. He's so got one mm-hmm. Four hands has mm-hmm.
0: one. Um,
1: I'm sure there's other ones oh, those goodness. are the big ones yeah those are the um, three
0: big guys here
1: yeah this is this is delicious
0: i was talking to blake um and i was we we're uh messaging back and forth and i was like do you have urban chestnut up in michigan he's like no i was like dude think, that's a bummer we like, need to send some." i'm going to um i was like dude it's so good their stuff is just fantastic mm-hmm. they do everything well
3: um what do you think this is really good. It's really good. I like this the best so far. I know we've only tasted two yeah. because you won't let me talk about that third one that we well, turned
0: green.
1: We're about to get a chance to, oh. and it was mostly blue.
0: Okay, it was
3: <laughs> green. It was a dark green. It was a very dark green. So okay, so let's pour aqua. Th- aqua. I still more of this left. I guess we I can finish too. it later. Yeah, we can well it's heavy it is
0: very it filling
1: really... it's hard to, like i don't <sighs> want to just knock this bat
0: i feel like i've eaten a pound of rye bread <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, see that's what i really like about beer though i don't like a beer that i can just put six of them down and yeah. not worry about. i mean i do enjoy that
3: from time to time oh of course but on average i would rather sit back and slowly
1: sip down one of these
0: yeah, it's really good. Um I think oh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like we already did. I know, but like I think it would just be a good long day after a long day enjoying it with like a steak and potatoes, you know, just something very hearty, a very hearty meal.
1: See, I don't know if I would eat this with a hearty meal. Really? I would oh. eat it after a hearty meal.
0: I'm excited about uh, making some potatoes tomorrow.
1: Why are you making potatoes tomorrow?
0: Because I've got a whole pound of potatoes, and I'm going to pair it with some delicious pork loin. Ooh. I'm going to bust open one of those Guinnesses. One of those, just, I'm going to enjoy that. Okay,
1: that does sound good. See, I, we were talking earlier, and I don't think that it was on air, but... I would really like this. My first thought was... Well, I guess it was with the Guinness that I was seeing. Did I say this already on here? I don't know. So, but if you did, I can edit it out. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this would be really good. I could picture myself um, sitting by a bonfire drinking this. Yeah, you
0: did say that. I did
1: say that already. Yeah. Okay. Well, ah! this holds true.
0: I just dropped my cup.
1: Oh, my gosh. It holds true for this one, also.
3: All right. So, we're ready to move on? Hold on. Do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Um... I'd like to drink more of it, but nothing else I want to say.
0: Okay. So the next one we're moving on to is Harp Imported. Uh, this lager. Is, this is a lager. This is the one we turned bluish green. Aqua. Aqua. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Aqua. Uh, Should we do it again? No. Okay. I mean, I will say... For me, that was the only redeeming quality of this beer.
1: That it was aqua colored?
0: Yeah. I didn't like it. Really? Nope. It tastes... There's no taste to it.
1: Well, let's talk about how it looks. Okay. Okay, now without the food coloring, it is very light. Yes. It's very light.
3: It's very coppery. Uh, it's not copper like a... Um, uh a Coors or a Miller or a Budweiser. It's got some darkness to it. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I don't agree with any of that. You don't? If only because I think all of those things, including this one are so light, I would never use the word copper to describe them.
3: This has a very copper distinctness to it. To like a Pilsner or something like that. Like this is very coppery. (laughs) Hmm. I wouldn't
1: use the word copper to describe this. You're wrong. Fine.
0: Okay. What would you use to describe it?
1: Pale yellow.
0: looks like urine.
1: It it
2: does. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I just
1: didn't want to say it. Because when we had it before, and we'll see if that was just the food coloring, I actually liked it a lot. Really? Um, Because, so, look, the color is the same, I agree, as Coors Miller, Budweiser, Bud Light. I um, mean, it, it does have that lightness. However, the head is a lot thicker and a lot frothier than any oh, yeah. of those beers. Oh, yeah. Um. So I think right off the bat, I would say that probably gives it a little more weight, a little more flavor. Um, it's not advertised as a light beer, but honestly, very few beers are. Um. But when we had it, I enjoyed it. So we'll see. We'll see what I think this time.
0: So it's a 4.5 alcohol by volume. So it's the lightest beer that we're having tonight.
1: Okay.
0: I believe. I don't know what that. Other beer is. I'm we'll sure get to it in a second. Right. Um, I believe it's the lightest beer. Oh no, it's
3: not really. Well, hold on. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, I don't like it. I just. All right. I'll try it again. I don't know. It's got a. It tastes. It smells like a Heineken,
0: but I enjoy Heineken. Like it's got a very bitter taste to, bitter smell to it. Not a taste. I guess it does have a bitter taste too, as well. Um. Harp is obviously, it's under the umbrella of Guinness, um, which is under the umbrella of the Diageo, which you and I are very familiar with Diageo. Now we are. Well, I mean, with bourbon, they're Bullet, George Dickel, oh, yeah, our Kentucky, or Ten- they Tennessee. Kentucky, whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. No. Dickel is, Ken- is Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dickel is Tennessee whiskey. Bullet is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, that's where you and I know Diageo from.
1: Yeah, this. So, Harper, Harp. I keep wanting to say Harper. Harper. Have you been saying Harper?
0: No. Okay. Maybe I have.
1: I was going to blame it on you. Probably. Go ahead. Just go ahead. So, Harp Lager was first produced in 1960. So, this is very recent. Um, It was produced kind of in answer to uh, a trend in more lagers, that lighter side of beer in Ireland and Britain. Um, I I think I read somewhere that that was kind of a a trend from America a little bit. I don't know if that's true or not though. But anyway, so they they wanted to um, produce something that was more on that flavor profile profile also. So they started making this heart blogger, um, and then it was. Uh, introduced by Guinness, but was they, they formed kind of a conglomerate with a couple other breweries and companies and it kind of turned into its own thing a little bit. If you look at the the label it still has the Guinness harp on it. So that's where its namesake came from. Um but is not like I was on the Guinness website and it did not talk about this beer.
0: I wouldn't talk about this beer if I was Guinness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I I like it though. I agree with the little bit of a bitterness in the smell. It does smell more weedy. Yeah. Like, it's a typical lager and smell.
0: No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. I disagree 100% with that. <laughs> it tastes, it smells nothing like a lager.
1: Really? No. It's it, been a while since I've had a lager. I've had a lot of stouts this week.
3: Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. Um, I just chugged mine. Like, I had a good chug of it. Mm. I just want to be done with it.
1: I think it's got a good flavor. I disagree. A little bit of a zest. Almost like What do you mean by zest? Like like when I think zest, I think Cajun. Uh, Okay. So I would call that a spice. When I say zest, I mean citrusy. But it's not citrusy enough for me to use that word, therefore I use the word zest.
0: Okay. So like you'd like a lemon with this?
1: I think a lemon would pair well with it. I'm not a big fan of lemon flavored beers. Shandies. Shandies. They're, they're all right. No, they're not. They have their place.
0: Where? In the dumpster?
1: <sighs> During the summer when other people drink them Wrong. so that I can have the stuff that I like better.
0: <laughs> okay, so you, for selfish reasons. Yes. Okay. I will agree with that. That is their place.
1: I like it. <sighs> it's just yellow or green. Or aquamarine.
3: Uh, are you Dr. Seuss over there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was from Alice in Wonderland.
3: Oh okay um <laughs> yeah just there's nothing special about it um it just, it's just i can drink it's it fine. yeah i mean like i can it's drink fine. it like if you had it in your refrigerator
0: i wouldn't be rude i would drink it and you know on the drive home talk about it behind your back um
1: <laughs> it, it reminds me so okay of what i've had recently this reminds me most of um core's Banquet. That's it. I wanted to say champagne and stuff of course banquet. Um, banquet. It's a not light lager. I guess a li- almost a Pilsner. Almost.
3: No. Almost. I disagree 100%. Fine. This tastes really like care. a
0: Heineken.
1: I've not ever had a Heineken.
0: You've never had a Heineken? I've never had a Heineken. This tastes like a crappy Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Heineken. I,
1: I think one of the reasons I like this a lot right now is because... And this style of beer, yeah. what I've had lately, has been light beers. And this is richer and thicker than a light beer, so it's better. So right off the bat, I'm enjoying it more because I do still like lagers.
3: I like yes. Um Not as much as the darker beers right now. I think it's good. Any final words? That was it. It's crap. Okay, moving on. Um, This is the beer
0: I am probably... I was excited to try the Guinness, like try it again. I haven't had it in a long time, but I think this is the one, like the most authentic Irish beer that we have tonight. Um, when you think of Irish beers, I mean, obviously everybody thinks of Guinness, but up until a few weeks ago, I hadn't even heard of this beer. Um, this is Smithwick's and Sun, Ireland. So I mean, like, there you go, right off the bat, they're full force Irish beer. This is their red ale. And I think Brad actually brought this up when we were trying our Coors beers. Ooh, did he? Uh, when I, you brought that you're... George Killian's over.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a Coors take on an Irish red.
0: I am really excited about this one. I'm this is too. this is actually the lowest ABV tonight. Um, oh wow,
1: that is really low. It's a
0: 3.8 ABV. Um, Might as well
1: be drinking water. As I'm far as going, ABV's
3: concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It is 300 years of brewing.
1: This beer is literally 300 years old.
0: 300 years old. I am super excited about it. Um, So it's their original red ale. It's a blend of mild hops, sweet malt, roasted barley. Um, They have a castle on the front of their beer. And I guess that's like the big selling point of Kilkenny, because that's where it's from. It's out of Kilkenny, Ireland.
1: I think there's an actual castle there.
0: There is. There is.
1: It looks like a rook.
0: It does look like a rook. So, okay, this is weird. Because I'm looking at the bottle right now. And I'm looking at their website. The website says 3.8 ABV. The bottle says 4.5. Oh. So, I don't know. Maybe that's... Oh, but see, that's the thing. On their website, everything's in European. So it's a 500 milliliter pint. This is a 11.2 fluid ounce. So I wonder if that's got something to do with it.
1: Why do we have to have different measurements?
0: And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. That's true. So pouring it right off. Oh
3: my goodness. Look at that red color. That is pretty. Um, it's got a very frothy head. Uh it's got
0: the Goldings hops again in it. Oh does it? So I wonder if that's a local hop in
3: Ireland. What do you think?
1: It must be. Because I you know, I haven't tried it yet. We'll see if there's there's gotta be a similarity in flavor, but clearly it doesn't have to do with the style of beer because we've had it in stouts and now we're on a red ale. Which it's, I guess is close.
3: It's very red.
1: At least on the spectrum of style. Yeah. That is very red.
3: I, I would wonder say if it's dyed. I would hope not.
1: Because well, I was going to say, we had the, the Killian's. Right. I think we decided that was dyed.
0: I would agree.
1: I think we did because that looked like actual red. Yeah. This, I wouldn't have said red, but for a beer, this is this is red.
0: It's got a, I would say, a very, almost like a rust kind of color to
1: it yes that is a good way to describe um
0: and so i'm excited to try this let's see the smell it's the sweetest smell out of all of them so far
3: because it's
1: just sweet yeah like the other ones have been sweet along with rich along with bitter along with dark this is just sweet with maybe a little bit of bitter
0: this is really crisp.
1: It's a different kind of bitter. It's no, I guess not bitter. Uh, it's maybe an ale bitter. Yeah, it's a hop. So it's, bitter. it's a little hop. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I think I like this the best.
1: Crisp is a good word for it.
3: It's very crisp. It's got a hoppy bitterness,
0: sweet malt. I mean, their websites. I agree a hundred percent with everything they said. Gentle hoppiness, bitter, sweet malt notes, and a refreshingly, refreshingly balanced taste. It does. It's, I mean, it, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I think it's. it was definitely the right beer to end tonight on. For sure. Because I feel like it uh, encompasses everything Ireland. You know, very balanced, very, it's got kind of that Guinness hoppiness to it. But at the same time, it's not going to overpower you. This is what I want fish and chips with. Yes. This is a very, like, this I feel This is like,
1: light enough to eat with.
0: Yes. And I feel like. Fish and chips, that greasiness, and all that's going to work really well with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it's got good flavor, right? And a lot of the flavors that the Kinzale and the Guinness had, um, without having too much of it. Yeah, um, it's smoother. Some of that's the lower ABV. Um, it's not nearly as thick, um, but still keeps those different flavor profiles. Some of them.
0: So I'm going back. I went I had a little bit of the Kinzale mm-hmm. left. I took a swig of that. And now I'm taking the Smithwicks. And it's like night and
3: day. I mean like The Kinzale is like drinking coffee. And this is like drinking lemonade.
0: You know you know what I mean? Like different styles. Like
1: yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: Not like actually I'm tasting it, but like
1: they're just that the lightness
0: of like a lemonade and all that kind of stuff. like, I would love this. I could drink this in the summer. I guess, you know, mm. um, it's really good though. Like I, Oh my goodness. I'm really happy. We got this.
1: Yeah. Red ales. I've, in my opinion, the ones that I've had as far as ales as a category go tend to be sweeter. Um, whereas obviously the IPAs are more on the, the bitter hoppy side. I guess just the hoppy side of it. Um, What's another ale that I had? Brown ales. They're not as sweet. They're a little heavier, a little richer.
3: Similar to like, have you had Civil Life brown ale? No. It's similar to that. Like, it's not, it's got a very full taste to it. I like this a lot.
0: I really like this.
1: It's hard to compare. I would put them in such different categories. Right. And they are clearly in different categories.
0: And I would say we have just scratched the surface of Irish beer.
1: You know what I think is interesting? When comparing beer to whiskey, we're talking about Irish beer, but we've had four Irish beers. We've had a lager. We've had a stout. We've had an ale and then another stout. So stouts, ales, lagers. Very different ways you have quote-unquote, an Irish beer. Whereas if we were to have, like, an Irish whiskey, it would be very specific flavor profile. Mm -hmm. Whereas the flavor profile of an Irish beer isn't really distinct. Right. Because we could have an American stout ale and lager and get something very similar. So I wonder what really is the difference.
3: I wonder if it's something to do with that Golding hop. Because that is
0: the one common denominator I've seen between Almost all of these beers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, all the actual everything, but I, no, no. no even, Guinness, even, was in,
3: it was in the Guinness, right? Yeah, it was in the Kins. Well, it was in the Urban
1: Chestnut. Let's see if it was in the Guinness.
3: I think it was in the Guinness. I don't know. It, if, it was.
1: Yeah, it was in all of them.
3: So, I think that's the.
1: So where the ingredients were grown? Yeah,
0: I think that's the that's what makes Irish beer is that one hop
1: or that regional. Yeah. That makes sense, even though the flavors are different. But so my my point being, in, in the whiskey world, it's more like how it tastes. That mm-hmm. makes it different. I mean, obviously, is where it's made. It's the rules that they follow. But I can drink a whiskey and say, this is American. This is Scottish. This is Irish. Um, but drinking the beer, I don't know if I'd be able to distinguish that.
3: I think this is the crisp-, crisp
0: Crispiest. Crispiest.
1: I get what you're saying, but the word I don't think fits.
0: I don't think it does either. Because like, <laughs> when I think crisp, crispus, crispiest, I think of something like fried. But it like, has
1: the greatest crispness.
0: I don't think that works either. <laughs> but it's really good. I really like this. Um, it's different than the harp. Like the harp was light and just lacking a flavor.
2: <laughs> this,
0: I mean, I I know that it had flavor, but like this get, has like, something enjoyable about it. You know, it's not kick you in the face hops or Mm -hmm. something like that. It's got a complexity to it. I don't feel like the harp had a complexity to it.
1: It's got a sweetness like fruit does. It's not fruity. The beer does not taste fruity, but it's got a sweetness like when you bite into a good apple or a good pear. It's really sweet, but it's not like a dessert sweet. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Sort of like when you eat a good ripe fruit it's really sweet but it's not like you ate a spoonful of sugar this is this has that it's that crisp sweetness that is nice and sweet but it's not desserty like the stouts
2: are
0: i would agree with their comment of balance i feel like it's very balanced between hoppiness and sweetness
1: well and i i think it is a good in between for everything that we've had mm-hmm. tonight it's definitely in between the lager and the stout
0: so if you were going to rank them elves like, favorite to least favorite. What would you say?
1: I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. The first one is just all around. If I had to pick one of them at any given point in time, I would probably pick the Kinzale. Okay. Some of that is I just love Urban Chestnut. Yeah. Fanboy for sure. Um Part of it is I I just really like that um heavy richness of it. Um, but I, I enjoyed that the most on any given time. My second answer is, depending on what I'm doing.
3: Okay. Um I think I think the um the Smithwicks is the most versatile. Okay.
1: Um it could fit in more more situations. Like I can see me having one or two of these while I'm barbecuing or while I'm eating. Yeah. Or even after while I'm eating. Whereas the Stouts I would not drink while I was barbecuing or while I was eating while I was doing anything but sitting back in an armchair or sitting by fire and relaxing like it's the last thing I'm going to do for the day and the logger I would only have really while I'm waiting for something to happen because it's not very heavy. It's not very uh,
0: so you would have the logger while you're barbecuing. Mm-hmm. you'd have the red ale while you're eating, mm-hmm. and then you'd have one of the stouts while you're relaxing after eating.
1: Right, ideally, yeah. yeah. But I, I think the red ale could go for any of those. <clears throat> and so I would say that's my favorite because it's the most versatile.
0: So I'm kind of thinking I would take the stouts with a very heavy meal, like like a shepherd's pie or like a meat and potatoes type thing. Mm. The red ale would be really good with like a cheeseburger. Something deep fried. Okay. I'm going to throw this out there. I know it's like combining two cultures, but like some tacos. That'd be really good with that red ale.
1: Can we have tacos?
0: We'll have to do tacos. So. Okay. Um, if I was going to say my favorite, I definitely think it's the Smithwick's. That's my favorite tonight. Mm-hmm. Then the kinsale, Then the Guinness. And then the Harp. Okay. Um, I just think I like the Guinness. I really want to try it. With a traditional Guinness and see now kind of comparing the two of those mm. together and I'm see really kind of where, yeah. where we're at there.
3: Um, so I just, I'm excited about both of them. I mean, like I just, I can't wait for next podcast where we're going to get to do that. I can't wait. And
0: that's actually. a little bit of a tease because we've got some other things we're going to do too. Um, so. What would you say? Like, if you were going to rank them one through four, how would you... I know you kind of talked about what you would do mm-hmm. with each one, but give me a one through four.
1: Okay. Absolute one through four. Number one, Kenzale. Number two, Smithwicks.
3: Number three, Guinness. Number four, Harp. Okay. I could agree with that. Just because I put Harp last?
0: No. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't feel like the Harp had enough flavor to it.
1: Compared to these, no, not no, at all. There was like if we were if we put harp down next to other loggers, mm-hmm. I think it would have a lot to say.
0: I disagree, a hundred percent.
1: Oh my gosh! right? right, we're just gonna have to do it. It's just hard to say because we were comparing a logger, a light logger, to a stout, to a very heavy stout.
0: If we would have done this right, we should have done that first. I mean, like I know we did it first, but you know, like you didn't let me talk about it first, and you made me turn the color of it to green.
1: I saw your face when you tried it. You would have said the same thing. I would have the
0: exact same thing. <laughs> um, oh, it's just it's not good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I definitely think, and I think there's so many more Irish beers out there that oh, there's so many because you just had what you had a, a harp blonde a Guinness blonde Guinness blonde yeah.
1: That was really good. What that would you think? Like,
0: okay, so that's a lager. Compare okay. that lager. So compare that lager to this lager that we just had.
1: If I compared the two, yes, the Harp was not good. The Guinness Blonde lager was very rich. It, it was definitely like, like they took a stout and tried to make it into a lager just because it had that much flavor to it. So fine. The Harp tastes like a light beer fine you know fine
2: yes
1: (laughs) it's it's way better than like as a category coors light miller light bud light i would definitely take that before i took any of those just because those don't have almost any flavor at all
0: they have flavor but it's unique (sighs) to their style of flavor
1: which is almost no flavor at all sure okay
0: um i don't even know where to go from that (laughs) I'm just moving on.
1: Let's, as you say, wrap this up.
0: All right. So we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> there you go. Are you happy? Yes. Um, I like Irish beers. I definitely feel like I'm getting more into the stouts. I'm enjoying them more.
1: Good. I'm glad.
0: Um, So thank you for helping me enjoy those more. Um, I think you know how I feel about about them. You know, I mean.
1: I do. We just talked about them.
0: Yeah. But, you know, like. I've never been a big fan of stouts and I think now doing this podcast and trying more beers and we go and we get coffee sometimes you know mm. and talk about stuff like I think I'm growing to like that more bitter taste and all that. So, thank you. You're welcome. Um picks of the week, Alex, you want to start us off?
1: My pick of the week is a is so uh, St. Louis Brewery again, Schlafly. They Released a. Uh, what they call the stout bout box. Which is. Four of their different stouts. I think different iterations of the box. Have had different stouts in it. Um, the current one. Which is one I just bought this week. Has their Mexican style chocolate stout. Their oatmeal stout. Their blueberry coffee stout. And their salted caramel stout. Um, they're all really good. but I was. Um. I was drinking them with uh, my wife. I'm getting her more into stouts, too, which is kind of funny. Because she was used to, like all of us, I think Blue Moon all the way, that's all she would ever get. And then I got her to try some of these other ones to really appreciate how they can have different flavors. Stouts aren't just a dark, bitter beer. Right. They can have a lot more to them. Schlafly does a really good job of when they say it tastes like this, it tastes like it. Every single one of theirs that I've had, it it tastes like it. I remember when we did the pumpkin beer episode, like their pumpkin beer was far and away. It was like liquid
0: pumpkin pie. It
1: it really was compared to all of the other ones. So all of these have like this good, like they made a classic stout, a little bitterness, a little sweetness, a little thickness, and then added the flavors they describe on top of it. So it's like the same stout in all of them. With a Mexican chocolate flavor with a blueberry flavor, so they're all really good and they all taste like what they say they taste like and it's a really good deal.
0: How is that blueberry one
1: it's i mean it, it tastes like a blueberry so um if you like blueberries at all, you'll like it if you don't like blueberries you'll hate it okay because that's exactly what it tastes like. My favorite of the box is the Mexican chocolate okay because it's got that that edge of spiciness where it's almost spicy. Like, you took a little cayenne pepper and put it in your hot chocolate. Ooh. Which is actually a really good combo. It, it's really good.
0: I'm going to have to go get one. hmm So, my pick of the week this week, um, my wife, Megan, and I got to go on a date last night. And we've been trying to go on dates Friday night. I mean, now that we've got a kid and all that, grandparents are always fighting over who gets to watch mm-hmm. Um, So, we went out to a local pizza joint, um, got a really good pizza. We went to a distiller um, here in St. Louis, which, fingers crossed, will be coming up shortly. Um, and then we went to a place called uh, Clementine's Ice Cream, um, and their big thing is Naughty or Nice Ice Cream, where they have ice creams infused with alcohol Ooh. to where like you actually have to show your ID to get certain Ooh. ice creams. Um and I had two of them last night. And they do, like, all kinds of, like, local places here in St. Louis where they incorporate something of their ice cream. Um, and they've got some weird stuff, but it's good. Like, it's really well done. So, last night I had Four Hands Milk Chocolate Stout Ice Cream.
1: I love the Four Hands Milk Chocolate
0: stout. So, I've never had Four Hands Milk Chocolate Stout. Really? Never.
1: It, it, it tastes more like chocolate milk than it tastes like beer, but yeah. in a good way.
0: It was like drinking a liquid milkshake ice cream. Like, I mean, it was so good. But it was good. But that's not the thing that's my pick of the week. The pick of the week is the sweet and smoky barbecued ice cream. Ooh. It's made with a local barbecue company we have here called Capitalist Pig. Okay. Um, They took their sweet and smoky barbecue sauce and mixed it in with their ice cream. Ooh. And... I don't even know how to describe it. Megan didn't enjoy it, but I thought it was amazing. It had like sounds really good. It was a sweet and I mean like like the name (laughs) says, it was sweet and smoky. (laughs) But it paired so well with the uh, milk chocolate stout ice cream. Hmm. Like it was just the perfect combination. It had like it tasted like the smoke wood. Does that make sense? Like
3: yes, it does. Oh my goodness, I would love it with like a apple strudel hmm. that you smoke on your barbecue pit,
0: like Ooh. old wood fire type barbecue smoke, and then put a scoop of that on top.
1: Oh man, that sounds really good.
0: Oh my gosh. It was so good. Like I am just,
3: it was delicious. Hmm. Okay. Where is Clementine? Uh, Lafayette square. Okay. So it's a, I mean, it's off the beaten path. But, yeah, if you're ever in St. Louis,
0: they're now opening up – I think they're opening up two more locations. I would totally recommend if you like beer and alcohol. Like, they had bourbon. Like, they had a bourbon ice cream, which I wasn't a big fan of because Hmm. I don't like uh, pecans. There are pecans in it.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, they had so many. Like, I've had so many different weird ice creams that were so good. And it's just – it's exciting. Um. So that kind of wraps up for tonight. Irish beers, I think, were successful.
1: Mm, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been really good. It was, it was a neat little. A lot of beers yet.
0: I've never tried before. Yeah,
1: they were all really um,
0: good. Definitely some beers I want to get back to. Yeah, like the Smithwicks. I want to dive back into trying that again, try, pairing it with some foods and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm really hungry now. Like I feel like Dude. all these beers. Like I want good. Like I want a good beef stew.
1: Mm. That sounds really good. Oh, my goodness.
0: With some big old chunks of
1: potatoes
0: and corn and all that. So I'm making myself super hungry. Let's go eat. Okay. So, Alex, how can our guests connect with us?
1: They can connect with us, as always. If you want to email us, let us know what you think, good or bad. We don't care. We just like talking to you. Um, You can email us at hello at shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. Um, you can check out our website, www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue, bourbon barbecue or bbq rather dot com. Uh, we've got a lot of really cool shirts. They're very comfortable. I like to sleep in mine. It's that soft. I love it. Um and then you can connect with me on Instagram at the dot alex dot experiment. See what I'm up to when I'm trying out.
0: Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Um if you want to connect with me. Kevin, Uh, you can connect with me at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ on Instagram. Um, Would love to just see what you're up to, you know, connect with you. I've been talking to a lot of people. Um, It's been really cool. I know we always say that we love that community and all that. I mean, it's just huge. Um, We would love you to rate our podcast. We're up to six ratings on iTunes, which is super awesome.
1: It's like one a month.
0: Um uh, yeah Um <laughs> uh, hopefully you give us a nice five-star review if you, there's something you don't like if you find out like we're botching something up you know send us an email direct messages on instagram something like that tell us before you give us that one-star review you know like <laughs> help let us give us a chance to fix it first um but other exciting news is we're on pod knife now nice um so we're we're trying to get all out there we're on itunes we're on stitcher we're on overcast we're on pod we're on i there's one more but i can never remember it um google play that's the other one um because i don't have an android phone <laughs> so alex anything else you want to add tonight
1: no i cannot wait for our final installment of our saint patrick's day series which just called it that for the first time um Go back, listen to our other one, our Irish whiskeys, and then stick. Stay tuned. Yeah, no, stick. We're tuned, actually. Stay tuned. For our- we're actually
0: going to record this on St. Patrick's Day of the next show. Yeah. I'm so excited
1: for our Irish barbecue.
0: Yes, mm. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to have back a fantastic guest. I mean, you probably know who it is. We've probably mentioned who it is, but uh,
3: we're not going to say it now. Yeah.
0: So stay tuned. Alex, thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks for bringing some good Irish beers. Um, I'm super excited for next week. We thank you for joining us, and we hope that you don't forget to stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.